This is an explicit podcast meant for those over the age of 18. Any views expressed in this podcast are based solely on our own experiences. This podcast does not constitute as medical or other professional advice. Welcome to Front Porch Swingers, where we talk about sex on our terms. We talk swinging, hot wifing, BDSM, and so much more in the hopes that we will inspire you to enjoy sex on your terms. Enjoy the show, everybody. Hey everyone, welcome to Front Porch Swingers. I'm Brenna. I'm Brian. So guys, we have an amazing sponsor to talk about today, Alt Playground, which is our pick for the best place not only to meet sexy people, but truly to get all of your lifestyle needs met. Absolutely. And the diversity at Alt Playground is really the most exciting thing for me. Nine gender identities, nine relationship statuses, eight relationship types, and 13 sexual orientations all together make Alt Playground one of the most inclusive and amazing lifestyle communities out there. Yes. And when the world gets back on tilt and there's some events being thrown by Alt Playground, imagine the amazing people that will be attending that event. Fuck yeah, I'm so excited for that. And not to mention, guys, we have a brand new community on Alt Playground called Front Porch Swingers, where we're going to share our travel schedule, the events that we're attending, and so much more. So we hope that you'll head on over to altplayground.net today and check out why we love it so much. Yes, hop on over, check it out, and uh, sign up and have some fun with us. Also, Promescent, guys, we've been talking about them for weeks now and it's because we've been using their products for weeks now a long time yes and we are big fans i just used the last of my vitaflux again this <gasps> morning you have to order more i do Yes, Vitaflux is a vitamin that is was originally developed for men to help with libido, energy levels, and just overall sense of wellness, but it can also be used by women for very similar purposes. So it really is a great product for anyone looking to just feel better and potentially have a little bit more sexy time as well. Yeah, for sure. It makes me feel great. I use it after I train every day. And it, I mean, honestly, I feel an amazing difference pretty quickly within a couple of hours, I start feeling better. And, you know, I'm always horny so that's good news <laughs> i don't know if that's vitaflux but it might be you never know we're, <laughs> Can't gonna, hurt. we're gonna keep using it just in case <laughs> <laughs> i'm not gonna not gonna stop to find out that's for sure so if you want to check out permescent's full line of products including their vitaflux and their flagship product the delay spray head on over to promescent.com that is p-r-o-m-e-s-c-e-n-t.com use our promo code which is swing 15 for 15 percent off of your order Sure. Get over there and do it. Yeah, yeah. So, how's your week been? Uh, you know, crazy. It's yeah. crazy. Uh, while the world still continues to burn in certain places, apparently, we're fucking busy here. So, Well, we live in a resort town, and it is picking up. Both of our jobs have gotten so fucking crazy. Yeah. And, yeah, I mean, it's, it's kind of disappointing because... I want to be able to focus as much energy as possible on this, what we love doing. Yes. So yeah, that's been, it's been an interesting balance this week for sure. Well, we actually thought that this time this year or, you know, thereabouts, we would be slowing down with our professional jobs or, or, you know, daytime jobs. So yeah, we fully expected a little bit of a different process, but thanks COVID, whatever, (laughs) you know. (laughs) Ruins Fucking everything. Thanks, COVID. So we do have, however, our uh, map of the United States splayed out on our dining room table. It's like five by three. It's a big 
big poster kind of thing and mapping out what it's going to look like at the end of 2020, beginning of 2021. Yeah. And that's been really fun because I think there's a lot of places that I want to go that you've already been to, that you've had experiences with and have absolutely loved it. Mm -hmm. And I want to do those things, but I want to also do them with you. I do think the experience you and I together is going to be different. And then on top of that, the lifestyle now being a part of our lives and being in those areas, it's like that extra excitement because everywhere you go, you have the potential of meeting bad ask people either just to connect with or to fuck. Yeah, for sure. I'm, I'm really looking forward to taking you to some of the places that I've enjoyed the most uh, in my life all around the country. And that's that's going to be a good time. Of course, some of those places now are different because, you know, time goes on. But they're still some of my favorite <laughs> cities in the world. Uh, and yeah, just meeting some of our, our friends. Our, so the our friends that we've met uh, digitally numbers and numbers of times, you know, like our, some of our patrons. Uh, and then, of course, some of our friends in different places. We just want to get out there and see them. So we're mapping it out. We've got, uh, we're going to have gold stars and silver stars, depending on whether it is a professional stop or a personal stop. <laughs> so it's uh, it's going to be a long a long process for sure. Yeah. I'm, I'm getting excited it. though. It's like yeah. once we actually put the map out today, I was like, "Oh fuck, it's getting real. Yeah. We're going to make this happen." Yeah, it's We're getting close. I mean, it, we're we're inching closer to it for sure. Very close. Yeah, it's going to be a good time. We're looking forward to it. So, I have a single guy tip of the week this week. You and told me I am <laughs> waiting with bated breath to hear what this might be. So I will say I wrote an article for, I write an article every month for ASN Lifestyle Magazine and it's called Hot Wives Club. If you haven't checked it out, I hope you will. And this month going up for July, I should say July 1st, my article that will be going out is about settling and about when guys don't put in the effort with Hot Wives and how that has left me feeling like shit in the past and I'm not going to fucking do that anymore. Right. And I got this interesting Instagram message that I thought I would share. This was actually right before our Instagram got shut down. So I've been saving this for a couple weeks now, but the message reads, Hey guys, love your page. The wife is absolutely gorgeous. Although I listened to one of your episodes and was so turned off by how picky and demanding she seems to be toward guys. Why can't it be just about the sex seems too high maintenance for my taste. What? Yeah. I was like, Okay, you're entitled to your opinion. I think your opinion is bullshit, but you know, I here's my thing. I don't feel like I'm overly picky. I do feel like I demand respect and effort. And I feel like every hot wife should, even if it is just about the sex, even if it has nothing to do with any sort of emotional connection, even if you're not looking for a friendship, these guys need to show up and behave a certain way. Yeah, I mean, we'll talk about this a little bit more because we do have an amazing new introduction into our into our world and into our space as it pertains to the lifestyle, which will kind of is relevant in what you're saying in terms of you know relationships. But a lot of times, I don't want to say a lot of times, but if we're if we're looking for you know, a hot wife experience and we meet a guy out for a drink prior to play, obviously, and we've communicated. It's not like we're looking, you're you're looking for an emotional connection. What you're looking for, in my opinion, are the basics, right? Other than hygiene, is this person conversant? Can they hold a conversation? Are they thoughtful? Are they respectful? Again, are they looking us in the eye when they're talking to us? You know, are they firmly shaking my hand? Does it seem like they're really excited to be there? Right. You know, those are the things you're looking for because that, in all those things, develops a connection for you, right? Well, so it's not like... It's not like you're looking for this long term. We're not always looking for the long term emotional connection. No, That's not the case. Not. So to say that just really doesn't make sense for us. Well, I wrote back to him and I said, I would love for you to expand on that. I'm very interested to hear exactly what you mean. And he said, one of the episodes he listened to, and I'm not sure which one it was based on what he was saying, but we were talking about showing up dressed a certain way. Could be anyone. And- <laughs> 
And, you know, he said it's like you have all these hoops that that guys have to jump through in order to get you in bed. And I just think that that's entirely too much work considering that it's a casual sex thing. And I said, fuck no, it's not. All I'm asking these guys to do is dress up and show up looking like they're well put together and be able to speak to me. That's really it. Listen, if not, they can do those three things and wear a condom, we're in business. Listen, we're not talking about showing up in a fucking tuxedo, okay? This isn't like a James Bond movie. <laughs> right. It's not what we're talking about. If you can wear whatever the fuck you want, make sure it's clean. Yeah. You know, make sure your shirt is pressed. It doesn't look like you slept in it or the dog slept on it. Right. You know, th- shave. You know, if you're if you're if you have facial hair like I do, I have some facial hair. Trim it. Make sure you look like you look presentable, as if you're going to a job interview. Or hey, how about this? You're meeting a woman on a first date. Yeah. How about you just be date ready? In the hospitality world, staff should be should appear date ready. That's that's the term, right? That's that's the the politically correct term. In other words, make sure your fucking hair is done properly. You don't smell like the night before. Your clothes are pressed. They're clean. They're not stained. This is the basics. Right. You know? Well, I guess my single guy tip of the week and what I voiced back to this particular gentleman that reached out to us was when you take those things personally rather than seeing them for what they are, to me, showing up looking nice and being able to hold a conversation is just human decency. It's not a matter of like, oh, you have to somehow impress me because I think that I'm better than you because I'm the woman or I'm the hot wife. It's like, I do those things. I put in the effort. Yeah, it's so mutually you respectful. Sh- you should too. That's just common courtesy. Yeah, it's mutual respect. I mean, you take the time to do all those things, obviously. Whether, and listen, that's whether this is a home run or not, whether it's a match or not. Right. So you're taking those, those steps. There's no reason why certain not a reason why the guy shouldn't be doing that. And let me tell you, I put in a shit ton of effort for these fucking hot wife dates. Yeah. I mean, my nails are perfect. My hair is perfect. My makeup is perfect. I wear the perfect outfit. I wear heels. I mean, I go all out. I moisturize from head to toe probably twice, which I definitely know I go overboard. But I do expect that same at least the same general level of effort to be put in. Otherwise, I'm going to be turned off because I'm going to assume you don't give a fuck. And oh, yeah. Why do I want to have sex with someone that doesn't give a fuck? Yeah, and it, it has absolutely nothing to do with a person's appearance necessarily. It that really doesn't, doesn't have anything to do with it. Nope. You know, uh, we've talked about this multiple times. What your particular, like your choice, your type of guy, right. if you had a choice, doesn't necessarily align a lot of times with the guys with whom you play. No. You know, it's a, it's a personality thing. It's yes. a character thing. And that all starts with, obviously, the first impression. So maybe the guy isn't necessarily your personal physical type by choice or by design, but when you see him, if he's clean cut, if he's well put together, well mannered, I mean, all that, man, you go right he to the top of the list. instantly becomes more attractive to yeah, me. Yeah, you yep. instantly go to the top of the list. Yeah, absolutely. So why and then is that a problem? if you can make me wet, or make me wet, <laughs> if you can make me laugh, well, yeah. you're going to make me wet. <laughs> Both. So, so I just don't understand why that's a problem. Like, what what is going on with guys? Like, why yeah. is that such a fucking hard thing to do? Hey, dude, put on a clean pair of pants and a fucking iron shirt. Yeah. You know, that's really, that's the long and short of it. Brush your fucking teeth, comb your hair, you know, wash your face and but show up. But that doesn't make me high maintenance because I want those things. I really honestly don't believe it does. I think it makes me, I think I have a high level of respect for myself. I think we're far enough into our journey at this point that I know what I deserve. And I also know the caliber of guys that are out there if you take the time to really search for them. Because we've had so many good experiences at this point. Why would I have a bad experience just to help make a single guy feel better about himself. That's stupid. Well, it's also, I mean, I don't know. Does it speak to what people are willing to put up with these days? 
Absolutely. I mean, we know what it's like in our our area, our county, for example, let's say. I've said it, I say it a lot of times. All the guys look the same for the most part. Yeah. You know, very we generic. go we go to a bar, uh, we sit at a bar, there's 30 stools at the bar, and typically it's just you and I predominantly, and then you know, 28 dudes. Right. And they all look the same. Yeah. It's the same flannel shirt, it's the same ball cap, it's the same facial hair. I mean, essentially trying to pick these guys out of a lineup is fucking impossible. Yep. Until someone actually shows up. And presents themselves in a different fashion. And, and that's the guy that stands out. Yeah, everyone's head turns. Yes. Everyone in the entire room because yeah. it does make a huge difference. Well, it's funny because it, it's kind of like an inside thing locally when somebody shows up looking. I mean, how, they, they I got accused of it, right? We were out to dinner and they're like, oh, you must be from California. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> because I'm well-dressed and I... I you know, because you cleaned yourself today? Yeah, what the fuck are you talking about? Oh, you must be from LA. Get the fuck out of here. I've been to LA once in my entire life. <laughs> You know, what are you talking about? So, yeah, people just yeah. don't fucking You're get it. You're seen as presumptuous if you just happen to shower that day. Yeah, right. You don't even have, yeah. I'm, like, you're not even, I'm, you're not even, like, on the right coast. Yeah. I'm much further away than LA. So, what the fuck? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's strange. So, yeah, take the extra fucking effort, you know? Look different. Look, stand out. You know, do, do a little something to stand out. And it doesn't take much, particularly where we are. Yeah. Don't wear ski boots to a date. Do you think I'm high maintenance? <laughs> no, absolutely not. Am I high maintenance in like the way I get myself ready and everything? I think I'm pretty average. No, it really just depends. I mean, if you have the ability to take time, like if we're not in a rush, you'll take two hours. But if we have to get somewhere, you're good in 30 and minutes. And I look good after two hours, so yeah, you're Yeah, you welcome. look just as good after 30 minutes. So I don't know what the fuck you're doing for the other hour and a half. Oh, that's really nice. You Thank know, you. Other than destroying the bathroom. You know, well, shit everywhere. I got to go in there and trip on shampoo heels. bottles and heels and <laughs> yeah. you change your clothes four times and left them on the floor. Yeah, that's totally it. Yeah. Yeah. But no, high maintenance. Thing. I could work on that for sure. <laughs> yeah, you're going to have to when we're on the road. <laughs> so get, buckle up. Oh, man. Yeah. You already said I have to dwindle down my shoe collection, which I'm really not happy about. Well, yeah. Well, you have already, but it's got to go down further, unfortunately. Mm, Sorry. We can like put them that. in storage. You I'm can always come back and visit sacrifices. them. You can visit them. I can visit my shoes. Yeah, when we come through. You know. <laughs> okay. Anyway, uh, yeah, listen, high maintenance. And listen, and, and I don't care. If the hot wife is high maintenance, too fucking bad. She's a, you're a, a couple is allowing a perfect stranger into their most intimate life. Yeah. Fuck, fuck yeah. Well, yeah, if you are high maintenance, good for you. That's that's my whole thing. And that's the article that's going to come out in ASN Lifestyle Magazine is about I am never going to settle again. I'm never going to do it. We have now been to the point where I'm like, this is the peak. This is how good it can be. I'm not going to settle for less. I'm just not going to do it. Well, I mean, we're going to talk about that here in a minute, but you consider the the regular playmates you currently have. Let's call them the stable of regular playmates (laughs) you currently have. We've got some amazing guys in, you know, three at this point. Now, you've added a third now, which is going to be amazing. (laughs) Which we're going to talk about today. Can't wait. But the idea of who these three guys are as individuals, they're all very different. Very. But uniquely respectful. They're polite. They're thoughtful. They're intelligent. They always show up looking hot. They're professional. I mean, these are solid players. Yep. So what are you going to do? You're going to go from the big leagues to the minor leagues just simply to have an experience? Yeah, fuck that. No, not going to do it. Not going to work for me. Well, and for me, from my perspective, you are the one that has to ultimately make the decision as to with whom you play. I have to do the vetting. Right. I, I just do the vetting. Not that I have to, but I do. So I'm the guy that's interacting with them the most, particularly in the beginning. And listen, guys like this who have a problem with high maintenance women or you know i don't want to fucking deal with you i have enough to do yeah i don't have i don't need a third full-time job right you know so if you're that difficult for me to get to you know to get the point across to like hey man clean yourself up brush your fucking teeth comb your hair whatever i don't want i'm not doing that i am not your mother i am not trying to explain to you how to make this work right so if i don't have to i'm not going to 
Like the, the gentleman that we're going to talk about today, I met him for the second time. The first time I met him was for like two minutes in a parking lot during a holiday. Right. We had dinner with him, drinks. We had a great fucking time. Super easy to talk to. I mean, just a solid, solid player. That took the fucking work out of it for me. I don't yeah. need to do the. I don't want to work. I yeah. got enough work. Exactly. You know. So if if you if the guy makes it easier on me, uh, he gets my vote. You know, hundred <laughs> percent. Make my life fucking easy. Yeah. You know. Well, because so, it should be easy. It should be as fun as possible. Not so much work. If you're doing it right, it should be for yeah. sure. But yeah, if I got to work at this thing, if I got to like like spoon feed you through this, <laughs> fuck out of here with that, man. <laughs> you know, I don't even I don't even want to have that conversation. Yeah. You know, so I'm I'm done with we're done with all of that bullshit. Yeah. You know, we're gonna we're gonna interact with single guys particularly who get it. We yeah. because you don't have to you don't have to sacrifice. Yeah. You know, fuck that. Yeah, you don't have to deal with my high maintenance shit, you know? Yeah. You don't have to even go down. And that's that funny because you're like not high maintenance at all. <gasps> I'm so not. Yeah. I'm not one of those people that has like a cock size that you have to have or like anything crazy you have to do in well, the I mean, bedroom not, for me. Yeah, you're or not looking for W twos or fucking SAT scores or <laughs> no. you know, a, a five references from the last five women he's been with no. or a letter from his mother. Nope. You know, no one gives a fuck about that shit. Just be a normal fucking decent human being and we can make this happen. Yeah. Pretty simple. That's high maintenance. Stay alone. Yes. Stay in your house. Don't date ever. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> and certainly don't interact with the hot wife. Yeah, and not for nothing. I really do believe that in this situation, compared to like a single person's date, like a single guy meeting a single gal or vice versa, there should be a higher level of expectation. Yeah. It, there just should be. Absolutely. Because the situation that you are attempting to get yourself into, as well as another couple or at least another person uh, in that particular, in the hot wife case, I think the expectations should be higher. Yeah. You know, the risk, there's far more risk, right? It, there just is. So step it the fuck up. Yeah. And there you have it. Single guy tip of the week. Yeah. I don't entirely know how to put it down into one sense, but basically don't be offended if a woman asks you to do things in order to show effort. Yeah. I mean, no, you don't have to do fucking handstands. I'm sure. Well, maybe at some point, but certainly not on the initial. <laughs> I will know. be impressed yeah, in certain certainly situations. Not, certainly not at the initial contact. Yeah. Just step it the fuck up. Come on. Get out of your own way. Get out of your own way and enjoy yourself. Yeah. That's all you need to do. So anyway. I am super fucking excited about what we are going to talk about today. I don't even know if we have enough time in one fucking episode to cover, but we're going to try because there's a lot of perspectives here. (laughs) I'll let you start because it's your thing and uh, you have a much different view of it, obviously, than I do. Okay. So we mentioned a couple weeks ago or maybe last week that we had met my friend, my long-term friend. I've been friends with him for years. You finally met him and the three of us sat down and had drinks together and had a chance to connect and decide really if energy-wise... Everyone was comfortable with us potentially moving forward with play. After that session of us meeting and having drinks, which was completely vanilla, he and I started communicating pretty regularly about the potential of what play could look like between us. Well, this whole thing really started. Well, I'll say this. I met him two years ago in the parking lot of a grocery store the day of a holiday. Simply, we bumped into him. Right. Everybody's doing last minute shopping, whatever. That was my only interaction with him. But you have obviously been friends with him a long time and have obviously stayed in communication with him a long time. And it wasn't up until, I don't know, maybe sometime last year that due to his relationship situation, he found himself you know, doing some online dating or looking anyway. Right. And then of course, Things get ramped up. His situation clears up. He's ready to be out and about and, and start meeting people and experiencing some different things because he hasn't had the opportunity. And that's where the conversation starts. So you and I had the chance to meet with him in one of our favorite places, had some dinner, actually had sushi and a couple of drinks and just had a conversation so that I could get to know who he was right. just as a, you know, on a vanilla basis, because he's your friend. You had a, you have a long-term history with him. I had none. Right. But I enjoyed meeting him. Again, super easy to talk to, very likable, friendly, 
polite, respectful, just got his shit together, just a real super guy. So it made it easy for me. My, you know, I didn't have to even think twice about it. Right. And I liked that. I liked that we walked away from that first meeting and you were like, yep, this is going to work. I I think he's very genuine and I'm very comfortable with you guys moving forward. And I was like, sweet. And I had, you know, so we're going to talk about some of the the components that are going to kind of make up this relationship with you guys going forward. And, you know, you asked me a number of times, are you okay with this? Are you okay with that? I have no problem with it. You know, the fact that I I like this guy, I have a a high level of trust for him, much like I do Clint or Aiden for that matter. There's no issue there for me at all. So I'll let you kind of break down what it's going to look like because I'm fucking excited. I'm super pumped. I still don't know exactly what it's going to look like, but what has been discussed up to this point is he is very interested and has some minor experience in the past with cuckolding right with him being cucked by someone else and one of the things that he really enjoys is chastity yes so he actually when we first started talking about this again when we started bringing up the idea of wouldn't it be sexy if you brenna cuckolded me this guy Hmm. he actually ordered a custom chastity cage yes he did in anticipation of it potentially going down that road you could have bought an engagement ring for what this fucking thing called (laughs) It's not cheap. No. No. But yeah, so that's kind of the discussions that we've been having. And I think what I've been trying to figure out through this whole thing is it turns me on, but I want to know why it turns me on. And also, I don't want to do it just because it turns me on. I want to do it going into it with like all of the knowledge that I need, all of the education that I need, being as prepared as I possibly can, because I feel like it's a huge commitment. Well, it's a huge step for him. The experience for him, again, you know, as you said, you know, you want to go into it with all the proper tools, let's call it. You know, this is a really big deal for him. Yes. You know, this is a huge step. It's something he's always wanted. He's always been interested in. And now he's got the opportunity to go forward. And not only does he have the opportunity to go forward with it, he's got that with someone he knows and trusts. Yes. With a, you know, a long-term friendship. I think that's a, And it's also a very different kind of situation from the norm. Typically, you find a playmate, they become friends, right? right? Clint, Aiden. In this situation, this guy's been your friend for it's half reversed. a decade. Yeah. And now it's going to be moving into more of a, you know, a sexual component, which is just the opposite, which I think is amazing. Not the least of which is, you know, you're basically going to be this, I think this exchange of sexual energy from going to the more demure, more submissive kind of role, which I think you'll still have a piece of. I'm, I'm pretty convinced that that'll be part of the sexual component. But afterwards... It's like you get you have the control to some degree. He'll always have it because he's going to be the caged person and the the cucked person. But it's a it's an energy dynamic, you know, kind of a, a sexual energy dynamic that I'm really excited about. Well, we're going to talk about that because he and I had our first experience together. Yes. And I felt like I have never felt in a sexual situation before ever. So now we're going to talk about and it. And you've topped a partner before. You've done that. Obviously, you've been trained to do that. But you also had a partner for a while that you what you kind of switched. Yes, you're talking. You're referring to Derek. Yes, and that, and I, as I told you, we had this conversation. Whom we've talked about on the show before. Yes. I should say. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. I distinctly remember the difference in your demeanor when you would come home from a play session with him, if you were topped or or you were bottomed, and and it was very different. The energy was very different. Right. And this particular case, which we're going to talk about today, with your first experience with Ben, as we're going to refer to him, his name is Ben. <laughs> That's um, not his real name. But. It's not his real name, but we're using Ben for a lot of reasons, none of which need to be explained here. Uh, your first experience with him, 
after, when you and I reconnected, it was many hours later because I was at work. That was the same kind of energy you had when you topped Derek. For me, it was completely different. And we're going to get into that. Because I will say with Derek, I never felt 100% comfortable. Derek and I, Derek was a great guy, still is. We run into him in town once in a while. Yeah, we see him once in a while. He's a really nice guy. But there was never that connection or spark or energy between us. It was so mechanical. It was like we were doing this specifically so that I could put clothespins all over his balls or he could flog me. There wasn't that like excitement of like, ooh, I'm going to go play with Derek. Yeah, it was almost like you were doing a scene. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So this was very different. So yeah, I want to tell the story. Tell the story. Okay. So Ben came over and it was in the middle of the day and we were, when he first came in, so this is really funny. I don't even think I told you well, this. Well, first of all, I didn't know anything about it. So you had no idea. I was I at didn't work. tell you. No, you were like, oh, I'm just cleaning. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. I'm like, okay, I got to, you know, get an appointment. I'll yeah, have a client. I I'll catch up to surprise you with it. Yeah, I had no idea. So Ben comes over. We're sitting on the couch downstairs. We're like 10 minutes into just kind of catching up on the couch hanging out and my little brother walks in the door <laughs> oh i didn't know i didn't know that <laughs> my brother knows ben they've okay. met a couple of different times we went to a football game together and we did some other things together so right. yeah they are they have known they're each acquainted other. yeah yes did he recognize him right away oh yeah. yeah so he walked in and he was like oh hey and like shook his hand i was like thank god because if it was some like stranger i mean you know it's right. just a weird situation but anyway my brother was only there for a few minutes left so then Ben and I went back to catching up on the couch. And the first probably 20 minutes that we were sitting there together were just so vanilla, just hanging out, chatting, whatever. And then he started giving me the flirty eyes. Right. <laughs> so eventually I asked if I could kiss him. And he said, Oh, you did? Sure. Yeah, wow, I did. Take I'm in control. I'm in control this whole thing. Okay. Clearly. Yeah. So we're kind of making out downstairs a little bit and hands all over each other. And he starts kissing on my neck, which I love. He kisses this spot like... You know, you know my spot. I, I have this little spot on my neck, and I just moan every time I get kissed there because it feels so good. So I do know the spot. It was nice because it was a good, immediate physical connection, right. I will say. And I was very, very pleased with that. There wasn't any awkwardness. Were you concerned about that being the issue? Mm, not concerned. I w- no, I didn't necessarily think that there would be, but... I would have been sad if there would have been because then like this whole thing may have not made sense. So anyway, we made out downstairs for quite a while. And then I asked him if he wanted to come upstairs with me and he said, sure. So I had a plan the entire time. I will say this, like I planned this whole thing in my head. First of all, I planned to not tell you about it. I planned for it to be in the middle of the day while you were at work. I planned that I was going to tease the holy living shit out of him. Right. Almost like in anticipation of me kind of taking control, if that makes any sense. Yeah, absolutely. So we went upstairs and we were making out, standing up by the bed. And then I asked him to take his pants off and he said, sure. So he takes his pants and his underwear off and he's laying on the bed. And I start sucking his balls and sucking on his cock and like just teasing, running my fingers like over his thighs and all of that kind of stuff. He's making all these amazing noises and he keeps like sitting up and looking at me and... I loved that. Sure. I just thought that was very sexy. This like eye contact that we kept having. Was... Well, he's trying to figure out what's happening next because he has no idea. <laughs> he has, no, he has idea. no idea what's about to happen. No. So then, I, so I did that for quite a while and I really just teased the crap out of him. At one point, his legs started shaking a tiny bit. So I kind of stopped and right. I was doing all of that, giving him the impression, I think from uh, my hope was anyway, that I was giving him the impression of like, this is going, we're doing this. Right. You're going to fuck me today. I even had condoms sitting out right next to the bottle. Oh, you're Loop. just that's just brutal yeah. that's just that's just that's just mean so 
I'm sucking his cock in his balls. I stop. I climb on top of him to straddle him. Now you're clothed, yes? I'm clothed. Right. So he's laying down, but I'm now straddling him. And he sits up and we start making out again. And I'm kind of like rubbing my thighs back and forth on him so creating that kind of sexy friction yeah. you know where it's like you're teasing and you're making them want to totally be in your pussy but i'm not in his you know he's he can't because i have pants on right so then at one point he asked if i'll take my pants off and i'm like sure so i take my pants oh, off. i didn't know you did yeah took my pants off and i just had my underwear on and then he was like can i take these off and i was like sure so he peels down my panties and so now i'm on all fours on the bed with my bare ass hanging out and he's like rubbing on it and I tell him he should spank me and he's like, okay. So he spanks me a few times and I'm like, oh, that feels so good. And he's like rubbing on me from behind. It's just all very kind of like sensual but also mixed with like me telling him to do certain things and him doing it and me loving every second of it. And then we switch again and he lays back down on the bed and I grab a handful of lube I pump some lube and I warm right. it up a little bit and I'm kind of grinding on him and then I put my hand back and start stroking his cock and putting lube all over it. So he's thinking <laughs> this is happening. Well, he didn't have a condom on, so right. he, he should have known, but right. you know, he's condomless. Right. I am now like grinding, not on his cock, but like right above it right. <laughs> and stroking his cock. And yeah, I mean, I think that he was really wanting it. At one point I was like, do you want to fuck me? And he was like, I want to fuck you so bad. And I was like okay, well, I'm going to think about it. And he's like, what do you mean you're going to think about it? <laughs> I'm like, I don't, I'm not sure I want to. And he's like, oh, I just want to fuck you so bad. I'm like, tell me how bad. And he's basically like begging to fuck me. How funny. And then I get off of you're him. You're just mean. I get off of him. I stop straddling him, get off of him. And I'm like, oh, I think that's all I want to do for today. And he's like, are you fucking serious? <laughs> and I was like, yes, that's what I want to do today. I, you know, I'm good. And he was well, like, you asked for it, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> and the whole time I can feel the look on my face is just like proud. Right. Because first of all, I have no fucking self-control. Yeah, like, I don't know how you, yeah, when you told me this, I'm like, how did that even happen? Because <laughs> that's, that's literally never happened. Never. I love cock. Yeah, so I don't and, know how you managed, I don't know how you had that kind of self-control. And he was hard and ready and obviously wanting it and whispering these dirty things in my ear. And I wanted to fuck him bad. Like I thought multiple times about just grabbing the condom, unwrapping it, right. sticking it on his cock and going to town. But I was like, no, I want to set a precedent that like right. I have have granted perceived control but i have control of the situation right. as far as the erotic energy i want to be able to take control of that sure. and it made me feel so fucking sexy yeah. because the look on his face when i got off of him and denied him my pussy was like he was shocked defeated <laughs> shocked and like both bummed and really fucking turned on. Yeah, that's that was kind of where I was going with it. Based on his on your interaction with him afterwards and when he left and you guys were texting, clearly it's exactly what he was looking for. Yes. So I get up, I you know, take put my panties on, put my pants on and I'm like, "Are you you need to get dressed." <laughs> and he's like, "You're so fucking pleased with yourself right now." And I was like, "Yes, I am." <laughs> yes, you were. Yeah, you when you called me afterwards, I could tell how pleased you were with yourself, but you we'll didn't tell me. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about that. So, so we get dressed, we go back downstairs and we we're sitting back on the couch for a little bit. And, you know, I think we had some water just kind of decompressing, whatever. And I asked him how he felt about that whole thing, because I really wanted it to be like, let's communicate about it real time. Make sure we're both still good with this, because I also don't want to like tease someone and make them feel 
bad and then leave. I want to make sure that this is still what he's wanting as much as I want it. Because the second that it happened, the second that I got off of him and got dressed, I could feel myself with like this sexy power and i'm like oh this is really exciting it's something i this level of it i've never really experienced before. well and that would be a, what happened was a great indication i think from him as to whether or not it's really what he wants yes right and i think that really spells it out i mean he clearly it worked for him you know <laughs> well we're sitting downstairs and i'm like was that good for you did you like that he's like it was so frustrating and so fucking hot he's like i loved the look on your face it turned me on so much and i'm like Perfect. Yeah. So, you know, we talked about the potential of like what this potentially looks like going forward. And we we kind of left it up in the air and he left and we talked about it later. Like, what does this actually look like based on that situation? But based on the fact that we were both so turned on by that, what does that mean for us going forward? And he was very clear about me being him wanting me to be his key holder. Right. And about how it would turn him on to have to earn sex with me and I fucking love it every time I think about it I get wet yeah, it's crazy. You so finally you called me. Yes, and you're like, hey, I, I want to tell you something. Uh, or do you have good news or something? Do you want to know now, or do you want to wait till you get home, kind of thing? Yes, right. And I said, well, just tell me what. Because you know, I had no idea what was going on. You know, right. I had no clue. You were like, Ben was here. I'm like, really? What? Well, what's that about? <laughs> and you didn't want to give me any details until I got home. But you're like, well, I just want to let you know that I had been over. Yeah. So bend, what were you bend thinking? Over? No, Ben over. Ben over. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, you know, obviously, I am. I thought, of course, that you guys had played. I had no idea to what degree. I would have assumed that you just simply fucked them and that there was a, a good experience or you wouldn't have called me like that because you have no self-control. Don't look at me like that. <laughs> so the idea that you didn't actually have penetrative sex, I was like, wow, that... This is interesting. Right. Like, this is really going somewhere. So I told you, we actually, so you came home. We had a little bit of work to do. Yeah. And then we finally got to play together. Yeah. And you were sitting on the couch and I was sucking on your balls and your cock. And in between like strokes and everything, I started telling you everything we had done. Yeah. Because I had no idea at that point. And it was some of the craziest sex we have ever had. Yeah. you. It was very, like I said, the, the energy transference for me was very very similar to when you would play with Derek and you would top him because you would come home and I was able to, I, I, like you could feel that energy coming off of you. You know, yeah. you had that, that um, I don't want to say it wasn't really aggressive necessarily, but certainly uninhibited. And, you know, you're a lot more vocal, you're much less submissive. And it was, and obviously we had pretty aggressive sex after a situation like that. Yes. And there was, this was no exception. It was the same. Oh my gosh. Uh, yes. You know, it was, it was crazy. And I, mean, I could at one tell point, what it had done for you. <laughs> at one point I'm riding your cock and and you're telling me like, well, if you had ridden his cock today, I want you to show me how you would have wanted it to go. And that fueled this crazy, I'm riding you. My hands are all over you. I'm like r- grabbing onto your arms at one point. You're pulling my hair from the back and like grabbing onto my tit with your other hand. It was so aggressive and animalistic and like just this crazy ball of energy in our bedroom. It was fucking crazy. Well, the other thing that really didn't occur to me until hours after when we were done was that part of, I think, the 
the aggressiveness, the the animalistic uh, kind of behavior that you you referenced. You didn't have sex. You didn't have an orgasm. No. You were just simply worked up, and no. you had you had to wait like four hours till I got home, and then it was another couple of hours that we had you know shit to do. Yeah. So for six hours, you were pretty pent up. That's never the case with you, right? Because you didn't even masturbate. No, which, I wanted to save it all. Yeah. So that's a huge part of why that session for you and I was so crazy. Yeah, and that was the other thing is the the idea in my head was both tying Ben and you together in completely separate situations. So what I mean by that is I knew I wanted to tease Ben. I knew I was going to get all worked up. Yes, I was working him up. He was hard as a rock and obviously wanted to fuck me. But I was so, I was dripping wet during this whole thing. He leaves. I immediately, my first reaction is to go upstairs and use my wand and get off. And I'm like, no, no, no. I need to save all of that for Brian. So it was interesting how, yes, they're six hours apart and it's two completely separate situations. And yet I think that I found a way to tie them together and it was so fucking hot. Yeah, that's gonna that's the interesting part. Like I said, we have not had this experience before. And then you fast forward a little bit. So now it's like the next day or, or uh, maybe two. No, it was the next day. You and I were going out for date night. And while we were headed downtown, you mentioned, you're like, what do you think about this? Because obviously Ben asked you, can I buy you a chain to put the key on? I want you to be my key holder. And you asked, you know, obviously what I thought about that and how I felt about you wearing it and, and all those kinds of things. I think it's I think it's an amazing opportunity, mm-hmm. right? I mean, from a just from our sexuality, from just between you and I, I think it's going to add a whole nother level of intensity to what how we already interact sexually. Yes, you know, and, and what it does for you will transfer into the bedroom for sure. Absolutely. Yeah, I think it's a I think it's awesome. <sighs> I'm very excited about it. It's so it's strange, and I. It's interesting how my personal sexuality has changed so much because if you would have asked me two years ago if I ever thought that I would even be discussing being a key holder for a cuck, like never in a million years. But now that I'm at this point of like confidence in myself and the ability to like see situations for the fun erotic energy that they create, I'm so excited by it. And it's so interesting to me. Yeah, it's a, it's definitely a new journey for us and certainly for you and definitely for Ben. I mean, I'm really, really I'm excited for him because he's actually got the opportunity now to experiment to with something. To fully explore. Yeah, yeah, something he has always wanted to do and simply hadn't been able to due to you know his relationship situation. Yeah. I think it's amazing that he's gotten to that point that he's like, yeah, I'm doing this. Yeah, you know, sure. I mean, it's really, I mean, it's, uh, you know, it's impressive that he just kind of jumped right in and said, yep, I want this. This is what I'm doing. And is completely okay with discussing it with you openly, obviously. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think it's awesome. Yeah, I, I think it's been great. Like you said, that he's just so willing to share with me. There hasn't been any weirdness. It's just like we kind of lay it out all on the line, both in person and via text, which I really like. I like the fact that we obviously have a friendship that that has made it comfortable rather than awkward because it could have very easily gone the other way. Well, do you think that it's due to the fact that you guys are friends and have been for a long time that it made, do you think it made it easier for him particularly in, in terms of being comfortable? Maybe. I'm not sure. I'll have to ask him about that. I'm not sure that's what it is for me necessarily. I think it's just a matter of us having a good chemistry f- on a friendship level that also transcends into a sexual connection. It it definitely speaks to how strong the friendship is that you're able to do that and that he's able to to do it without any kind of awkwardness or second thoughts, essentially. You know, I think that's a big deal. It speaks a lot to the relationship, which should 
in, I mean, in my opinion anyway, translate into a really good sexual relationship. Yeah. So I'm, I'm super pumped about it. I know he is. Uh, he got his cage. You're going to get the key soon, maybe today, potentially. Maybe. Maybe yeah. today, which is awesome. So yeah, I'm looking forward to it. This is going to be a really interesting sexual journey for you, for sure. And like I said, I'm taking this very seriously. I have been reading like crazy. I've been listening to podcasts. I've been talking to Mistress K a ton. Yeah. She has given me so many good ideas. Mistress K, we talked with her a few weeks ago on the show. If you haven't listened yeah. to that episode, we highly recommend it. She's amazing. But she's been giving me all these ideas of like safety protocol. Yeah, the, and- uh, the, the emergency key. I, I've heard of that, that uh, protocol before that she mentioned. I thought was a great fucking idea. Yeah. So we'll talk obviously more about that as those things kind of start to unwind. But um, yeah, I'm, uh, it's just exciting. It's one of those things where I love, I'm the type of person that I love a new challenge. I love new opportunities coming my way. That is something that gets me excited, whether it's sexual or not. But the fact that it's like super sexy on top of being something new that I can really delve into is it's fucking exciting. Yeah, um, it's it's awesome. I'm looking forward to the the continued progress of this. It's going to be great. Of course, selfishly, I'm looking forward to the sex too because it was fucking amazing. <laughs> so yeah, whatever, however that works out. Thanks, Ben. You're going to be a with a badass key holder. Yeah, listen, the idea because you asked me about it, like, is it going to be? A, you know, do you think you're going to have an issue with it that I'm wearing this thing all the time when we're out to dinner? We're doing this. Yeah, absolutely, fucking not. I think it's super fucking hot. Does it turn you on that I'm going to be wearing the key? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that someone else's, you know, sexual experiences will to some degree, to a large degree, be tied to this key around your neck. And to a larger degree, you will have a lot to say about what his sexual experiences are like. That's hugely powerful. I mean, you talk about uh, from a a woman's empowerment standpoint from sexuality. I mean, I'm not sure it gets any more powerful than that. Yeah, it's pretty badass, huh? Yeah. With great power comes great responsibility. I know. That's yeah. why I'm doing all my research. I'm not yeah. going to be a, you know, not, I don't ever want to be the person that dives into something without knowing what the fuck I'm talking about or doing. We never do that anyway. We're terrible at that. We are, we fucking dig into everything. We're before so we do overly analytical. I'm probably researching it too much. I mean, literally just in the past week, I've probably read two books and listened to eight podcasts. I mean, it's crazy. Yeah. You were listening to the one this morning. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, you, you got to, I mean, it's a, it, you got to play it safe. You got to know, know all of the potential factors involved for obviously his sake as well as yours, but certainly for his. And it's, it's good that you're also, you're talking to him about these things too. You're sharing that information with him so he can make intelligent decisions yeah. as well. But he certainly seems to be a hundred percent on board, which for me is fucking awesome. I'm, I'm looking forward to 30 days down the line, mm-hmm. he and I having a conversation because I really want to hear from him personally what this experience is like at that point yeah if it's what it was what he thought it would be and yeah yeah listen assuming of course it it lasts 30 days and it doesn't doesn't necessarily not work for him or you or both i want to have that conversation with him i'm really interested to hear his perspective on it once he's kind of been in a situation where he's wearing a cage and he has a key holder and what all that's like yeah yeah i'm very very interested in that. me too do you want to know what our next play session i already outlined it for him should i tell you or should i leave it as a surprise no 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 leave it as a surprise because he listens to the show well i already told him oh you did yeah oh no i want a surprise okay yeah no <laughs> Okay, so more to come, guys. This is exciting. It's going down a really fun road, and I'm just really pumped. Yeah, as am I. Looking forward to it. As I am looking forward to all the crazy shit we have coming up, I'm just so excited. Even with this fucking COVID thing and who the fuck knows what happens, we have so much cool stuff coming up. I do not want to, I don't want to wait anymore. I don't want to get going. 
So guys, if you have not already signed up for my workshop on Wednesday, you absolutely should. It is this Wednesday, the 23rd of June at 7 p.m. MST. It is called Own Your Sexuality, and I'm going to talk through some different ways that you can really embrace your own sexual appetite and find your own form of sexual liberation, whatever that may look like. It's going to be really fun, and all of the proceeds are going to go to the Human Rights Campaign, which is all about equal rights for LGBTQIA Uh, individuals. And I'm really excited to do that. So I hope that you'll join me there. We also have some new Patreon members that we want to say a very big thank you to. I will say if you are looking during this time to really delve into some information and to really understand the lifestyle on a deeper level, I highly recommend our secret telegram group. It is filled. I think there's at this point, there are 70 people in there and they are some of the most interesting, informative, eager to share people I have ever met in my entire life. They also are just wonderful people. And it's my personal favorite part of our Patreon community. It is. There's such a diversity of folks in that group, coupled folks, singled folks, bisexual folks, it's just an ama- married couples, not married couples, just amazing, uh, an amazing collection of people with so many different perspectives, literally on everything, not just sexuality, but like, you know, what's going on in the world and different parts of the country and where to vacation in the winter. Hobbies. Hobbies. You yeah. name it. It's out there. A bunch of people out on the boat, uh, on a boat yesterday sailing and doing those kinds of things and fishing. And it's just a great community of very fucking cool people. They're some of the coolest people. And we're absolutely going to try to visit all of them as we travel. Absolutely. And we have many other bonuses, including guys, we are giving away to one of our Patreon members, my probably my favorite, it might honestly be my favorite sex toy of all time, if not at least in the top three. It is the dorsal geisha anal plug. It has these amazing little ball bearings inside of the plug itself that move all around and create this amazing stimulation inside of you while you're wearing it. And I've, I've, we've probably talked about it on five fucking episodes because I wear it constantly and I'm fucking in love with it. It's awesome. And tabootoys.com, we are doing a new video video for them on YouTube and talking about some really amazing anal toys that they sent our way. And one of them was the Geisha plug. And we're like, well, we already own the Geisha plug. So we're going to save one and give it away to one of our Patreon members as a giveaway in the month of July. Yeah, absolutely. We actually have four anal toys on the desk right now that we're looking at (laughs) because we did the video yesterday. Uh, And of course, the Geisha is is, uh, still boxed. We didn't take it out because we have our own. And we're going to give it away because we like to share sexy, naughty stuff with our patrons. Yes. So to get access to that secret telegram group, naughty Snapchat access, giveaways, and so much more. Oh, and bonus episodes of From Porch Swingers. Every Tuesday. Then you need to head on over to patreon.com slash front porch swingers today. We would so appreciate the support. It is truly what is going to allow us to live out our dreams very, very shortly. So if you love the show and you want to hear more of this slutty fun and so much more, please consider joining us there. And a very big thank you to our newest members who are Lisa, Brian, Johnny, Miranda, and Danny. Thank you guys for jumping on board. We so appreciate it. Yeah, thank you guys so much. Looking forward to seeing you on Telegram. Absolutely. Absolutely. Also, guys, you can find us on Twitter at FP Swingers and on Instagram at FP Swingers 2. I will say if you have a fake profile and I can tell you're not getting on FP Swingers 2. So make sure it's, you know, your real legit profile because... You know, just too many fakes out there. We have to be careful. Now. Yeah, we're just building it with people that we uh, know are serious and want to be part of the information and the fun. Yeah, we really want it to be our listeners. I think that's the point is not yeah. people just like trolling to see my ass. So Or just random people trying to fuck with our account. So <laughs> exactly. there's that too. 
<laughs> so make sure you follow us on social media. Like we said, you can find our YouTube channel with toy reviews, information on the lifestyle, and so much more at Front Porch Swingers. And if you are listening on Apple Podcasts right now and have not left us a review yet, please consider doing so. I will say we get so many nice emails and direct messages on social media saying how much you love our show and we so appreciate those messages, but it takes 10 seconds to copy and paste that into a a review on Apple Podcasts and it makes a world of difference for us. So please consider doing that. Yes, thank you. And I really do want to thank Carol and David of the Sexy Lifestyle Show for having us on. They just aired that interview. It was amazing. I listened to it. I rarely listen to myself because I don't like the way I sound, but I did listen to that show and it was really, 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 really good show. They're very thoughtful and introspective people. I enjoyed that. Yeah, me too. And I think that's what we have this week. Yeah, that's it. Thanks, everybody. Thanks so much for listening, guys. Don't forget to find us on altplayground.net. Alt Playground is an amazing open community for non-monogamous and sexually open people to connect, share, and create new adventures together. They have 20 years of experience as a regional open lifestyle website, but now they're rolling out nationally, and they're including so many amazing features, including the podcast corner, which we're very excited to be on. There are going to be videos from your favorite sex-positive folks, and also it's a great place to just connect with sexy, like-minded people. So we hope you'll come check us out at Alt Playground dot net today.